This is the Aspen Public Radio Newscast. I'm your host, Eleanor Bennett, here with your top stories this Tuesday. Picking County Commissioners start their annual two-day retreat today. Caroline Yanez has more. At the center of this year's retreat is acknowledging that the county and its community have seen some pretty big demographic changes since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. County commissioners will look at data for Pitkin County and the Roaring Fork Valley that shows who's living and working here and how that's changed over the past few years. They'll also review the results of surveys from both county employees and residents to see how people feel about Pitkin County's services. In the next 11 months, county commissioners will oversee work on some of the county's biggest issues, like the future of the Aspen-Pitkin County Airport, recommended changes from the Community Growth Advisory Committee, and a new county jail. During the retreat, commissioners will assess whether they have the resources to meet those challenges and determine whether they need to make changes to the county's strategic plan. Caroline Yanez, Aspen Public Radio News. Picking County is asking federal regulators to try out using a carbon fee at the Aspen Airport. County officials say carbon offsets and sustainable aviation fuel will not be enough to help the FAA achieve its carbon reduction goals. They also say that a carbon fee could help encourage the adoption of low or even zero emission technologies, and revenue from the fee would go to climate action initiatives. In a letter to the FAA, county officials said such a fee program could become a national model and invited federal regulators to work more closely with the county on prioritizing climate change in its policies. A family lost their home up Frying Pan Road Sunday night. That's after their chimney caught on fire, according to Roaring Fork Fire Rescue. The fire spread to the roof, and one of the residents tried to extinguish it with a hose while others were safely evacuated. Crews arrived quickly and were able to stop the fire from spreading to the garage and other buildings on the property. But the home sustained extensive damage and is not livable. Frying Pan Road was closed about 10 minutes up from basalt during the operation to allow crews to move equipment through. The cause of the fire is under investigation. The security lines at the Aspen Airport were experiencing longer wait times than usual due to equipment issues yesterday. TSA staff were asking travelers to arrive at the airport at least two hours prior to their departure time. The airport has not yet confirmed whether the security lines are back to normal today. The Wheeler Opera House offers a wide variety of performances with the hope that everyone in the community can find at least one show they're excited about. But that strategy doesn't translate to a packed house all the time. At a city council meeting last night, Aspen Councilor Sam Rose said he feels a little disconnected from the Wheeler. I don't know if it's just me or some of the events that go on there just don't appeal to me or generationally, I have no idea. The few Wheeler things I have gone to have not been sold out. Rose says he'd like to see more big names, even if it costs more money to produce. Several members of the Wheeler Advisory Board say they like famous acts, too, but they also see value in more niche productions that have an educational element or inspire someone in the audience. Board Chair Chip Fuller says ticket sales are just one way to measure success. I still want to see a lot of sellouts. I still want to, I absolutely want to see more bigger acts, but I also think that We need a diverse programming. Uh, We want to reach everyone. The board and the council also discussed other elements of the Wheeler's operations, like staffing and the real estate transfer tax that helps support the Opera House.
Rifle Mayor Sean Strode has officially announced his candidacy for Garfield County Commissioner. The Glenwood Springs Post-Independent reports Strode will be running as a Democrat in the county's caucus next month, so he can appear on the primary ballot in June. Strode served on a few local boards after moving to Rifle in 2012 and joined the Planning and Zoning Commission in 2014. He was first elected to the Rifle City Council in 2017 and voted into the mayor position by his fellow councilors in November. In the county commissioner race, he'll be running against fellow Rifle resident Stephen Arauza for the Democratic nomination. The Democratic caucus takes place on March 9th. Primaries are scheduled for June 28th, and the general election is on November 5th. Republican Representative Lauren Boebert now has a temporary restraining order against her ex-husband, Jason Boebert. She says he threatened to harm her and entered the family's home without permission. The AP reports the order comes after a series of flare-ups between the former couple, some leading to charges against Jason Boebert. The judge's order for a temporary restraining order also included protections for three of their children. Jason Boebert denied that he broke into the home and has made threats against the congresswoman. A hearing to determine whether the restraining order will be made permanent is scheduled for Thursday. High Rockies Harm Reduction is offering its free services through the summer starting this Friday. Every second Friday of the month, the nonprofit will be in Carbondale at the 3rd Street Center and in Basalt at Mid-Valley Family Practice. The group will offer free Narcan or Naloxone, a drug that reverses the symptoms of an opioid overdose. In addition, it'll be offering free fentanyl test strips, clean syringes, and syringe disposal, as well as peer support and first aid and hygiene services. In local arts and culture news, the art base in Basalt is opening a new exhibit this week featuring Carbondale's Paul Maines. The painter originally hails from Texas and says he has a constant obsession with imagery, though he didn't start painting until he was in his 30s. He eventually made his way to the Roaring Fork Valley from New York for a change of landscape. The show is called Everyone is an Artist, and it will be up for a month. The art base will be holding an opening reception for Mains on Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. The Basalt Library's Band Book Club is meeting again this week. The goal of the club is to encourage critical thinking, free expression, and a love for the written word. This month, they're reading All Boys Aren't Blue by journalist and LGBTQ activist George M. Johnson. In this memoir manifesto, Johnson explores his childhood, adolescence, and college years in New Jersey and Virginia. From the memories of getting bullied at age five to flea marketing with his loving grandmother to his first sexual relationships, this young adult memoir weaves together trials and triumphs faced by black queer boys. The Basalt Library Club will meet to discuss the book on Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. In statewide news, one of Colorado's oldest operating ski areas is set to have new ownership. Yesterday, Dream Unlimited announced that it's selling Arapahoe Basin to Altera Mountain Company. While no specific date has been announced, the deal is expected to close later this year. Nine News reports a basin has partnered with Altera as a destination on the Icon Pass since 2019. A Basin's chief operating officer will stay in his role overseeing daily operations and future projects like expanded parking and snowmaking. No changes are expected to this season's Icon Pass. A Basin was founded in 1946 by Colorado Ski Hall of Famer Larry Jump. 
Dundee Realty, which later became Dream Unlimited, purchased it in the late 90s. Since then, a basin grew from about 500 skiable acres to more than 1,400. The Crown family, which owns Skiko here in Aspen, is also part owner of Altera. And in regional news, a culinary union averted a strike in Las Vegas yesterday after signing new agreements with several employers over the weekend. Only one major resort casino remains unsettled. Yvette Fernandez with the Mountain West News Bureau has the latest. About a half dozen resort casinos had not signed new contracts by the Culinary Union's original strike deadline this past Friday, prompting the union to postpone the strike until Monday. By Monday morning, all but one Virgin Hotel Las Vegas had reached tentative agreements. The Culinary Union says it's proud of what it has been able to achieve, calling their new five-year contract with all employers historic. Spokesperson Ted George says negotiations with Virgin are moving forward. At the Virgin Hotel, we were not able to put the proper time into negotiations and dealing with the difficult issues. So we will have negotiations coming up in the next few weeks, and we hope to resolve a contract soon. The Culinary Union is meeting with President Joe Biden Monday. For the Mountain West News Bureau, I'm Yvette Fernandez. The Aspen Public Radio Newscast is produced by our news team, which includes Hallie Zander, Caroline Yanez, Kaya Williams, and me, your host, Eleanor Bennett. You can listen to the show every weekday morning on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you next time.